0: The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com.
1: Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears. Chicago Bear, Bear. ESPN Chicago. And this is Waddle and Sylvie, live from the Old National Bank Studio. WMVP, WSHE, HD2, Chicago, a good Karma Brands radio station.
2: Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Guess what today is. It's Wilbon Day. <laughs> Chicago native Michael Wilbon, host of
3: Pardon the Interruption with Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN Chicago. Hey, remember Wilbon now on Tuesdays with us as we're broadcasting live from Hallis Hall. A very busy house hall today. If you're just getting into your car, uh, the Bears traded for Montez Sweat. From the Commanders, they gave up their second-round pick, and Jalen Johnson, who was seeking a deal and had permission to seek a deal, was not traded today, so he remains a bear. Wilbon brought to you by Waddles guys over at Hawk.
0: HawkAuto.com, Ford, Chevy, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Subaru, Cadillac, Mazda, NVW, all-in-one place. HawkAuto.com, where Chicagoland saves big.
3: All right, Will Bond, what do you make of uh, the deal for Montez Sweat, and uh, were you a fan living in the D.C. area?
4: Well, you know, look, even after, after 30-some years really following, and a lot of that time covering the Washington football team, I have not paid any attention to the Washington football team in the last 10 years. Sweat is a guy who he and Young, he and Chase Young, both of whom were dealt away from the team today, were the two – sort of I guess most popular players on the team, you know, as the team went through all kinds of transition these last few years. Um and and you know, Sweat, look, Sweat had six and a half sacks this year. I don't even know when the last on the Bears had, well, I guess a couple of years ago, Robert Quinn would have had more than that. But of course. But, you know, the Bears need a pass rush. They they would last, dead last and pressures, dead last and sacks. They need him. Do they is he worth a second round pick? He's only worth a second round pick if you sign him. You right. better sign him. I mean, you better sign him. Yeah. Otherwise, you've blown a second consecutive second-round pick, and you can't do that.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, do you like the general manager being proactive at this point, Mike, or would you have rather him just tap the brakes and get to the postseason, excuse me, the offseason? There won't be no postseason. No, uh, there will but, be
4: no postseason. But
0: then kind of regrouping and attacking at that point?
4: I mean, it, again, it's all, it's, look, this is the result, base business. If sweat comes in – And with half the season left, has six and a half more sacks, um, and upgrades the Bears' pass rush from dead last, you know thirty second to, you know twentieth. And they sign him. Then fine, yeah, I'm fine with him being aggressive. If he can't do any of those things, then this is a result based business. No, I'm not going to be fine with it because then you will have blown two second round picks. So, no, it's all based on what Sweat does and whether or not the Bears can sign it. Entirely. But you don't, have,
0: you don't have a problem with Ryan Poles taking another swing? Uh,
4: if, he, if, if he if if he puts the bound the ball, no.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We were saying, like, if they don't have a, a parameters in place now that they're finalizing, that would shock us
4: because – that would yeah, seem, you gotta have done some, yeah, some, yeah, so There better be some intel and some pretty telling intel as to whether you can get this guy signed or not. Because it would be
3: mismanagement. I, I, because then all of a sudden you're inviting a, a, a contract issue when you've given a that's a premium draft pick, and you could have waited to the end of the year to negotiate with him or to someone like him and kept right. your really good draft and pick. kept
4: your pick. Yeah, you better get it right. You better get it right. Uh, that's 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 the entirety to me of the answer on these things. Well, would you rather the general manager has done this? Did he get it right? Just like I said before, you know, he bet, there's some stuff he better get right which he hasn't gotten right. Um, you, you know, when you let a linebacker go who makes every single tackle and leads the league in tackling, and then you let him go, you better get it right. You your scouting better be dead on. And your instincts better be dead on as to whether or not you kept the right guy,
0: Mike. On your list of things that bother you most about Chicago sports, where is the Bears' inability to win a game after winning the previous week, and not only losing that game, but usually getting blown
4: out of the the building? I that's not even that's not, not even in the top hundred. No, I mean, <laughs> no, no, no. Can you can you put a can you feel the team? They did this in two thousand. What was it? Eighteen? Is that the last time? Was that? The, was that the? When was the double joint game? The that, double that joint was, game was, the, was the, the eighteen, 18 season. Now. Yes, eighteen. Okay, so they they did it in eighteen, and we thought again. It was, you know that team should have been in place for nineteen. Um, no, put a team on the field. It's nothing. It's nothing as small or patterned as that. Um, no, it's nothing. It's the Cubs' inability to find a a, a closer. It's the Bulls' ability to, you know, identify, talk about scouting, after, you know, we got on the previous regime. And I kept telling you, the previous regime, Gar and Pax, they they at least got some choices right and put a team on the court that got into some real serious playoff battles with LeBron, both in Miami and Cleveland. We're not seeing that right now. So I kept telling you guys, they built the right team injuries prevented those teams, Derek Rose, but they built, they chose Jimmy Butler with the 30th pick in the draft. So way ahead of any of any pattern stuff is the, the, the local team's inability. And obviously we're talking basically bulls and bears. The Blackhawks have done it much more recently and, and maybe have gotten lucky, but, you know, some of that luck the Bulls need, they need that. You can pick fourth overall, which they did, but you got to get the pick right now. It turns out there was nobody in that draft that was great, even with the fourth pick. Um, so the Bears have the same situation going on. At the, wait, the bigger frustration with the Bears is get the right coach because they Cause, haven't done that.
3: You were on fire this this, this weekend, and, and the most of your Bears t- – Tex had to do it. You did not like their play calling this weekend.
4: It was awful. It was it – was, you go out on the opening play of the game and make that brilliant play, and the next play you got a runoff tackle like you George Ellis called plays in 1964 or 1944. What are you doing? You can't find Cole Comet on something quick, on a quick hitter. You can't find uh, D.J. Moore on even an 8- or 10-yard pass, get the ball in his hand. I don't mean one of these sideways screens they can't run because the blocking is not good enough. I mean, you can't go down the field again. You get that team on its heels and you keep them there. You got them on the heels with a bold play on first down where you go deep, and then you run, you call those two plays back-to-back? My God. God is good on the team. I would have called people in after the game and said, get out. Leave the playbook and get the hell out. You would have fired them after this game. Well, I would have fired them a couple of weeks ago, you know. <laughs> but, Mike, like, look, they're, the,
0: the thing they do best is run the football. Now, again, I'm not giving the Jets sweep to Trent But you then Trent Taylor. set it up.
4: Then set it up to run it. Then, then run it. Then commit to running it. Well, now they tried. Not, not these but plays with... Cody what, Whitehair
0: got uh, Cody Whitehair oh, singlehandedly. Oh he got
4: blown yeah, up he, half he, the time. He, he singlehandedly ended
0: that first drive.
4: Oh geez. Yeah, and the penalties. It when you have those kinds of penalties, this goes back to some neggy stuff. That just it's it's a it's a reflection that you are inadequately coached. I'm not going to say poorly coached. I'm not going to go that far. I'm not you know neck deep in covering the league anymore and asking people what they think of this staff or this call or this grouping or that room. I'm not – I don't do that anymore. But I know enough to know that when you have those kinds of penalties and dumb mistakes, it speaks to inadequate coaching. When the Bears going to get that right? You're –
3: you know, and we talk to uh, Matt Eberflus weekly on Mondays, usually when they play on Sunday. We host the Matt Eberflus show. Yeah, I don't know if you know this. Yeah. And yes, you know you, you know it has been the <laughs> disdain in your voice. The thing that has been um, irritating me, Wilbon, is when he says to us about when they miss tackles, and he says it's, it's fundamentals. And it's, it,
4: the coach fundamentals better, right? Like 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 it's some a sort of an tackling a, group. I tell you what, like Smith doesn't miss that many tackles. <laughs> yeah. Like it's an
3: eighth grade team like fundamentals like it's an they were great team. My God,
4: they look bad defensively with missed tackles. But the mistakes too, the penalties. I mean, you know, come on. Come on, what are you doing during the week? That's inadequate coaching.
0: Well, all of it. That's why I said it's it's so disappointing where you can see a team, and I get it. You're playing the Raiders, but you don't make mistakes. You take care of the football. You run the ball. You play good defense. You tackle And Mm. then the next week, you're an entirely different team, albeit against a more talented Chargers team. But, Tommy, let me
4: ask you this. Let me ask you this. Speaking of this point, you can answer this, to Sylvia and I cannot. The pace of the offense slowed tremendously from last week to this week. Beijing, and maybe because there were fewer plays that he had to select from in a grouping. And I realize that sometimes he will send in a package of plays and, and there's a selection process. But he was stepping into that huddle and calling plays, and they moved briskly. They did not do that Sunday. No, you're right. There it's was a very good point. It's just scooping around and standing around and going in the audibles, and I'm screaming at my television. Call the GD play. Yeah, no, it's, it's. You did it last week. Do it again.
0: It's a fair observation, and a fair criticism, because procedurally, they were clean as you've ever seen against the Raiders, and that was yeah. not the case against the Chargers. No. There were a couple of instances, like at no point did they snap the ball, and you were fearful that they were going to be called for delay of, of, of game the week before. Right. They were struggling to get out of the huddle.
4: They, well, game, what is that about? It's, Once again, at, when you got a rookie quarterback making his second start, that's coaching. That's that starts with it, the head sure. coach. Yeah. So get you know what? If they can't do any better than that, and we're in week whatever it is of season two, you got to go.
3: But well, wait till wait you got to go. Wait till they play. This wasn't even a noisy road game. Well, the the dome. Game. The dome in New Orleans is going to be noisy. Wait, wait, wait till this weekend, guys. You know, about get, getting uh, snaps off—that's going to be a tough
4: one. Uh, listen, listen, I'm, I'm you know, this, this this week was really difficult. This and the Vikings; those two games were really difficult to take. You know, you're not playing world beaters. What about and the Packer look, game in the opener, Michael? They you, stink well, and it, they roll the it. Bears. That they, they they stink. They do. And so now you're getting beat and you're getting beat badly. You're getting beat decisively by teams that really, you know, I mean, the Chargers came into that game two and four, there's two and five. You come in and you just stink the joint out multiple times against teams that you should at least be competitive with, if not beat. So I'm, I'm, you know, there's no, there's no more benefit of the doubt that conveys to this group.
3: Yeah. Uh, a, a, Waddle read to me something that Chris Mannix tweeted earlier as we change gears about the Bulls. You were hot about them this weekend, too. Yeah, I was. Um, so, Waddle, what was it, well, it about was story the story Six- from
0: Mannix was saying that uh, the Sixers may be interested in Zach Levine to pair him with Embiid and
4: Tyrese Maxey. Okay, good. I look, I, You know I said that to you guys in the text on yes, Sunday. You yes, you did. And I just said try to trade uh, Harden straight up. Not straight up because you know that uh, – but I would if if, if I was going to give them back Zach Levine, I'm not giving them back any draft pick. I mean, the the Clippers gave up to me an unreasonable amount. Why? Because they have to fill a new building, maybe that's going to be on like, come online next year. I I'm not giving up th- two first round picks, and, and they didn't give up an All Star, and the Bulls would be doing that. Although Zach Levine only mimics being an All Star, um, I would I, you know if. If I could do that, then i got to get those picks back from Philly.
3: Yes, yes. Then i got to get the picks back.
4: I mean, okay, fine. I'd be fine with that because the Bulls need to start over. The Bulls need to start over. Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan are really good players in certain circumstances. They are not the pillars on which a bad team is – you know, re- replacing his foundation. Why did They're the front office,
0: Mike, think that just more continuity was going to take this team to a different
4: place? Because they saw it for three months, two seasons ago, before before Ball got hurt. I understand why they saw it. I thought I thought I could see it I understand it. It was wrong. And you yeah, get but, fired but, off but that. But
0: Lonzo Ball hasn't been part
4: of the equation now for us. Yeah, year but you can half. think you but you but you it doesn't mean you think that it was all based on Lonzo Ball. Those other guys were out there playing. Everybody else on that team. So you're thinking, okay, we'll get our point guard situation sorted out. we we'll, are gonna have Kobe White, we're gonna have Io, we're gonna have everybody else, we're not gonna have any off field contract, off court demand, uh distractions. Let's, let's get the group out there and go with them. In the in Eastern Conference, that is weakened. I mean, it's, it's Boston and Milwaukee, and, and then everything's opened up. At least that's what you could I, – I was okay thinking that. A third place is still open. I don't believe Philly's automatically going to be third. It ain't going to be the um, it, it, Well, it, But look – the thing is, if you if you thought you could – the Bulls were the number one defense in the NBA from January 1 through the end of last season. That's fact. Number one. So you're starting off saying, okay, we got a defense that can be the best in the league for half a season? Then, then you know, let's work on the things we can work on. I understand how you can do it, but I also had – I had people telling me, on the weekend, they're like, dude, no, they're, they're, they're terrible. They're done. And part of it is, you know, they they can't, it's just, it's lack of leadership, it's lack of personality. And, Le- I mean, ball doesn't seem to have any kind of personality. But sometimes you can take a piece of the puzzle away and it just destroys the whole puzzle. And so you don't have anybody who's a leader on that in that group. And your leaders have, to. one of your leaders has to be DeRozan or Levine. And they can't lead anybody. They hmm. just don't. I mean, look, I've. DeMar, I mean, he played his butt off for a, a nice stretch of time. But, look, when he left Toronto, tell me again, what did they do? They won. Yeah. Oh. Um, it doesn't speak well. And, and Zach has been, you know, a, a person who, you know, there's there some people. <laughs> There's some people around the league who, tell, who are telling me multiple times, Zach wants to be in California. He makes it known to everybody. Okay, try to send him there. Yeah. Because he's not doing any good in Chicago. No. I mean, you know, I don't, I don't want to see the 51 points comes the night after an eight-point game or something.
3: Yeah, it was, was At $200
4: million? By
3: the way no. – I got a trivia question for you guys. I know I was something else. I was asking the group in our our text. How often do you guys think it happens where a guy scores fifty with zero assists? Oh, did
4: he have zero assists?
3: He had zero assists. Who's the
0: most think, selfish guy in the NBA over the last ten years? Do you, you guys network?
4: think that James that, Harden? Do you guys and, he, think, and James Harden would never have zero assists? Right, in he's that
3: day, he's yeah. that on the list. So, <laughs> do you guys think this happens more than we think? Because when a guy scores a lot. He's not I think, usually... he
4: ha- I think he can have two or three assists. Who's the person you're talking I'm gonna about?
3: I'm going to say Karl Malone.
4: Uh, Carl, oh, Carl Malone. Carl Malone. No, because Carl Malone could just throw it back out to Stockton for a jumper.
3: No. Carl Malone did it on um, April 22nd, 2000. Really? Thank yes.
4: you. No assists.
3: Carl Malone is on the list. Will Chamberlain obviously did it a bunch of times. How many times yeah. since will Chamberlain do you guys think it 's happened so like since the sixties i'm going to say well eight you times. just said
4: Karl Malone did it. I, I would have said ten max at like that
3: so since will Chamberlain, it has happened seventeen times okay the last time uh since Zach or uh, before Zach did it this past weekend, Clay Thompson did it uh, wow. in two thousand and eighteen, so the last time wow. it happened was five years uh-huh. ago. Clay, 52.0 <laughs> assists on October 29th, eighteen. Yeah. Other guys too- also
4: got. Clay's also got something else. He got four championship rings.
3: Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, and so <laughs>
4: uh, the other Isaiah <laughs> you know.
3: Thomas did it once. The short, uh, the little Isaiah Thomas. I the, other, the other, yeah, Isaiah, the other Isaiah, not, not, Isaiah, not yeah. the Pistons. Isaiah Carmelo did it once. Kevin Love did it once. Carmelo wow. did it once. Yeah, uh, I can see
4: that.
3: Michael Redd did it once. Michael Kobe did it yeah. once. Yeah. Uh, Tony Delk, uh, Tracy Murray and Michael did it one time in 1996. I was gonna say I bet
4: Michael did it once. I was uh, gonna say I bet Michael did it once, but it was probably early in his career.
3: No, this was in nineteen ninety six, believe it or not. Ooh,
4: very late, very late. Okay.
3: Yeah, yeah, so Rice. it happens. It happens.
4: But yeah, I yeah. I don't like if you just told me that number alone off Zach, what deserves me way more than zero turn zero zero assists is scoring eight points a previous game. Yeah. I don't want to see that.
0: you right. don't. Yeah, something it's different. Um, I saw Tony was dressed as Jim uh, Harbaugh today. It was glorious. And you dressed as, as Prime was great as well. Yeah, um, thank you. What do you, as a Big Ten guy, what, what do you make of the Harbaugh situation at Michigan? And ultimately, what do you expect to happen?
4: I think that it's time for him to go. I think that he has to come to the conclusion with those around him that he's a pro coach. That the NFL is the place for him. And he doesn't want to deal with these stupid little things and investigations, investigators on his campus, and the stupid rules about you can't scout. Trust me, they're going to pay somebody to scout. The Bears better pay somebody to scout. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, these are stupid little things that ought to annoy Jim Harbaugh into leaving Ann Arbor. They should.
0: Do you. Do you are are you critical of him and how he has knowing that they I, uh, listen? I think the the pre scouting thing is a stupid rule as
4: well. It's so, but it's so it is, stupid,
0: but it is a rule. And some of the I other guess. stuff. And I'm a I'm a I'm a fully you know admitting I'm a Jim Harbaugh apologist, having played with him here in Chicago. Uh, but do you think that uh, some of the stuff that he has done is unsavory or no?
4: No, I don't, I could care less about it. I mean, I've said every day on PTI. This is a stupid rule. It shouldn't even be a rule. Um, when I was in the Little League, I got a thrill out of stealing signals. I was 10. I, I, don't, I don't care about it. I don't care about it at all. I understand it's a rule. But it shouldn't be a rule. Yeah. Um, and Jim Harbaugh ought to get the hell out of college football. All
3: right. I, I like it. I like it. All right. All right. So, yeah, you, you pulled off the – did you know for a while that you were going to go as a prime
4: – no, I, I, Halloween is one of the waste-of-time days in American life. What? Um, it's, it's a waste-of-time day. I, I've lived in two cities where Halloween is enormous, Chicago and D.C. are two of the cities. Not every city goes crazy over Halloween. Some are crazier than others. Chicago is a big Halloween city, as you guys know. Yeah. So is D.C. Um, and, and producers want to put this stuff on us, because if it was up to me, I would never wear a Halloween costume. I wouldn't even observe Halloween except to eat candy corn, which is my favorite thing in life. Oh, if it oh, didn't wow. kill me, if it wasn't going to kill me as a type 2 diabetic, I would literally start every day by eating a bag of candy corn and pairing it with Gatorade, Fruit Punch Gatorade, every day. Oh, that's a good so combo. Candy corn. Yo, oh, yeah. Candy corn. your the only thing you. about yeah. Yeah. <laughs> candy corn is, a, is the only thing about Halloween that's worth observing. And Halloween's a waste of time, and our producers are obsessed with it, you know, playing dress-up. And so is Tony. And so I, I go along with it. I don't say anything about it in the last 15 years. The first five years, I used to just curse it. I don't bother anymore cursing it. I just put on whatever stupid thing they have for me I, and I, but I go on.
3: But, Wilbon, <laughs> I don't know if I've ever met anybody – who loved candy corn like you and hated Halloween.
4: I know it's it's a it's a it's a dichotomy there. It's probably a contradiction. Yes, yeah, Mike I could
3: live do. on
0: candy corn and candy corn. probably taffy apples.
4: Yes, oh man,
3: you, now you're talking. That's another so great like fall yes, Halloween ish thing. It is,
4: it is, it is, it is, you're right about that. Yeah, there's a seven eleven right around the corner from my apartment in treeville that has the taffy apples. Don't don't let me at those. But yeah, the, you know, um, I've been. You know, somebody asked me what was my favorite Halloween costume. I did. that was Derek Rose one year, years ago. Um, I think you, on a day. Did you Wednesday. have crutches? So I was Tiger Woods or,
3: one year. Did you walk around with crutches with Derek, or were you healthy, Derek?
4: I was healthy, Derek. Okay. I was Tiger Woods one year, and like four days later, I saw Tiger. I was actually in the pro am at one of his, his events. And I was putting out on 18 in the event. And I, yeah, I was, you know, I had just worn the all red and I'd done all this stuff. I worn a Tiger outfit. And I, I had like a 15-foot putt. And you're looking up. I wasn't looking up. I'm looking at the hole, looking at the flag at the very least. And I make the putt, and then I look up, and there's Tiger standing with his arms folded looking at me. <laughs> and he says, if you're going to dress like me on Halloween, you better make the damn putt.
3: Oh, that is fabulous. great. It was, great. Right. It
4: was is... just great. Yeah. But, you know, Coach Prime, okay, so I did it. I can't wait for Halloween to be 364 days in
3: the real future. Now, do you give out the big bars at your house? Or are you handing out the
4: good candy? I don't give out anything. I'm not even going home. What I'm going to stay in the office and watch uh, Law and Order reruns.
3: <laughs> stay in the office, but did you? And, uh, you got to put out like know. a big jack o' lantern in front of the house. Yeah, for there's decorations
4: ar- and stuff. I don't, I don't. That's not my department. You, um, should, and you should give out. You
0: should give out bears uh, gear and stuff, <laughs> stuff that you don't want anymore because you don't like your should.
4: favorite team. Well, the jerseys are too dear to me. You know, I only have. I, somebody asked me yesterday, "How many Bears jerseys do you have?" And I said, "I have five. And this is a guy who's he was a young guy, but he's, he's quite the historian on the NFL. And he said, okay, I know Peyton's got to be one, and Sayers has got to be one, and Butkus has got to be one. I said, very good. He said, well, I, I know you wore that last week. And he said, what are the other two? And I said, can I guess? Can guess?
0: I guess? Piccolo. Yeah. I'm no, going to say I one don't is... have
4: 41.
0: One is I Singletary. No. Ditka?
4: Not, not, I had a Ditka jersey. I don't have one anymore. There's one there's one modern player who you see a lot of. Yeah, you go. Erlacher. And the other one is 28. Can you guys get that?
0: Uh Oh, Roosevelt?
4: No. No. I don't know if Rosie wore that jersey. Rosie Maybe no, I was going to say Rosie Taylor might have won. no. Um oh goodness. I I just had a senior moment. Uh Willie Gallimore Willie Gallimore. Oh, so Gallimore, Erlacher, I got multiples of Sayers, Butkus, and Peyton. Multiples. Uh, White and and Midnight. I got those. And and and, and Matthew only wears. He wears his own. He wears he wears Devin Hester, uh, Justin Fields. And I finally, once he outgrew the number six jersey, I told him never, ever put that jersey on ever again. <laughs> so I, What's wrong with Kevin I can't give Butler. away. Uh, what is wrong with then? Kevin Butler. Butler? That's right, Butler. Just so turn the C away. to a B, Mike. Yeah, that's right. I didn't do that. I can't give no. much. I am attached to my Bears and Cubs jersey as I as I look at a Chicago fourteen road gray jersey on my office wall. So no, that can't be the trick or treat. I'll just skip. I'll just skip the trick or treat. I'll get home. The kids will have all either gone to bed in my neighborhood or eaten themselves into a candified stupor. Either way, we will be fine. Michael, great
3: stuff. We appreciate you. Happy Halloween. Thanks, Mike.
4: Happy Halloween if there is such a thing. Talk to you guys soon.
3: <laughs> you see, him with a
0: giant bowl of candy corn and a
3: six pack of, of, of Gatorade
4: Very
0: fruit punch.
3: Gatorade. <laughs> and he hates Halloween, but he loves candy corn Oh gosh, that's the
0: one thing as a kid I hated the- You could have given me anything, everything, but candy corn
3: Speaking of contradictions Oh gosh Is there a former NBA player out there who is a, 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 someone who's doing a huge contradiction with their spouse I want to ask you this. This is something that you will he- You should hear in the morning show. What does uh, Shea do on Thursdays? Deal breakers? Deal breakers. This, is, this sounds like something Shea would offer up on deal breakers. Maybe I'm even scooping him, and maybe, or maybe he will add this to the deal breakers a log. And if you want to weigh in on the Bears deal uh, today of Montez Sweat, I've got another tweet I want to read you on the deal, something that the, they had hoped to keep him. Uh, but I'll read you that coming up it's all uh, next we're live at Hallis Hall ESPN 1000 Chicago's home for sports you're listening to Waddle and Sylvie watch us and join the chat follow ESPN 1000 Chicago on twitch.tv or the twitch app there's a tweet Uh, Aaron Lemming retweeted it so that's how I see it Kevin Sheehan Works for the team 980 in DC, the sports radio station out there. He uh, tweeted According to another team source, the commanders hoped to keep Montez Sweat, but the value the Bears offer proved too good. So they wanted to keep him. That second round pick, the early second round pick, enticed them to trade him. And then he adds the team views the trade of Chase Young as a potential addition by subtraction, the source said. So they were not they were not, not fans of Chase Young, yes. Yeah. So those wondering about Chase Young, Cap gave you the report on his medicals. Now this guy who works in D C was telling you that the team views getting rid of him as an addition. By getting rid of him. Interesting. I will
5: tell you, I I do remember watching the Commanders game, and the one thing that stood out to me was how little he wanted to set the edge. He was constantly... Well, he was crashing down quite a bit. Yeah, and maybe he's doing that to boost his numbers in a free agent year, right? But as a defensive coach, I'd imagine... He was very disruptive, though, I will say that.
0: He was the guy that stood out most, not just in a reckless fashion, but... Man-on-man. Was that before or after the Bears were putting 28 points on him in the first half? Well, I mean, look, you can still have a good effort by a a given player. Their secondary was was, terrible. Yeah, Yeah, that's true.
3: Um, And then the Joe Smith story I wanted to give you. And then uh, Mellor's got his uh, waiver wire. I know, Waddle, you would peruse this. I saw this on social media yesterday. Contradiction or not, you tell me. Joe Smith met his current wife, I think they've been together for five years, she was a former porn star. Excuse me? Porn star. Like, and a hardcore porn star. Triple X.
2: Adult entertainer.
3: Thank you, Kevin. No, no. no. if you're Triple X and, like, it's hardcore, are you adult entertainer or are you a porn star?
5: It's entertainment for
3: adults. Okay. Adult entertainer. Thank you. In movies. And um, so I like he, that you draw the line between adult entertainer and uh, hardcore porn. <laughs> yeah, like I'm calling it what it was. What's uh, the, what's, what's the difference? I think there's a big difference. I think there's a huge difference, isn't there? Like I don't know regarding regarding what you do and what you don't do, Kevin. Kevin. You go No,
2: it's the same. It's just uh, you know, that's the more progressive term.
3: Okay? Uh so anyway, he knew that he knew he knew the situation, right? Um now she has been on OnlyFans. And he just found out, Joe Smith, the former NBA mm-hmm. player. He did he claims he didn't know and he was just he just found out that she has an OnlyFans page, a triple X OnlyFans page. Now. Oh, oh, so is she's she still doing it. So, well, she's not in the adult quote entertainment business like she used to be, except for her OnlyFans page, which hmm. she did not tell him about. And she claims, "You know what you got yourself into. You know who you married." Hmm. He said. Communication would have been nice in this situation. Was she engaged in in activities with others on her only pay Only no no no. So only fan, I think she does stuff for people on camera. Yeah, who are willing. So she's not. Inter- she's not with someone on the camera, but she's performing on camera. Gotcha. Probably by. So herself. she's not like cheating on him, but she's.
5: Yeah, doing stuff. Posting
3: stuff. stuff yes. the only fans. And X-rated stuff. I can see why
5: Joe Smith would be. So
3: who's right? Who's wrong here?
5: i got
0: to be honest with you. I don't know all the ins and outs of their, uh, <laughs> no pun intended, of their relationship. Uh, very much
5: intended. I disagree. So but that was planned. I
0: think yes. you do know, if you're Joe Smith, that something like this could be part of the equation. But if she's not engaged
5: in activity with others. You know what's interesting is, I like, I remember Joe Smith. Signing some monster.
3: Was he out of Maryland? Deals. Yes. Yeah, he was first overall pick. Yeah. Wasn't he also the one that the Timberwolves got busted yes, for with they the? Lost, they lost uh, the first yes, round
5: pick. Yes. Right. He was a bull for a little bit. Yeah. Right. He, he he made big time cash in the NBA, like sixty million. Which makes me wonder. She she clearly enjoys performing. What does that mean? I think she likes. I like. She likes the attention of doing this on OnlyFans. Because he he made a lot of money in the NBA? Like, there's like a lot of people who do OnlyFans are doing so because it's lucrative, right? Financially? Yeah, you're he's not connecting those dots, I don't think. He's just
0: saying that she likes to do that stuff. But what does that have to do with Joe no, Smith no, I'm making saying she, a
5: lot of money in the NBA? Well, I'm saying she doesn't need to continue to right. do it. Right. right. She's doing Only it fan. because she wants she to She enjoys right. the attention. Yes. Right.
3: Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah.
5: And so I could, if I'm Joe Smith, I could see why he had he married her under what he believed to be done, but if she never communicated, oh, I'm still going to continue to do the OnlyFans page, I could see why he's a little bit annoyed. Tyler, who's right, who's
3: wrong?
0: <laughs> I think everyone's wrong here. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Kevin?
2: Um, I, I think that she should have disclosed. I don't think you could drop that on your, your spouse after the uh, the nuptials.
0: I think this is also like this is this might stage like publicity so, yeah. to get to staged. get some more like interest in, more,
3: yeah. in her OnlyFans mm-hmm. page. Yes. And now more people are checking it out. Ooh, interesting. Like a rea- a true reality TV show. Oh, so you think Joe Smith? Nothing. Back- so nothing Joe Smith on is- the
0: internet is 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 yeah. natural. Joe Everything Smith is, is
3: staged. He's actually the cameraman
5: on the OnlyFans page. That probably you know, he's trying to <laughs> jump, drum up some interest. I like. That. Oh, I like. La- All right, uh,
3: let's get to Mallers. Waiver a Brought to you by Tullamore. Tullamore. Ira, uh, Tullamore. Tullamore. Tellamore All right,
5: right, let's let the professionals (laughs) handle it, Sylvie. Let's let the professionals over at Tellamore do Irish whiskey handle it.
0: There
5: (laughs) you go. I screw that up. As they always present the weekly waiver wire. All right, guys. Leonard Fournette. He's probably the guy who I think could be a potential game changer at the running back position. He signed with the Bills. I don't think he's going to be the lead back, but I think you have to open yourself to the possibility that he eventually gets the most workload as the season progresses because James Cook just isn't somebody who can seem to get it in near the goal line. So I think Leonard Fournette is worth an add, and you're going to have to do so early this week if you want to uh, potentially get the beneficiary of that down the road. Playoff Lenny's joining a team early. Maybe. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Royce Freeman. I mentioned him last week. Again, he looked like the better running back in the Rams' backfield over Daryl Henderson. Still available in 83% of leagues. Devin Singletary as well. He's still out there in 67% of leagues. He got another 10 carries. Didn't do a lot with it for 30 yards. But looks like he's starting to take away some of the uh, carries from... That, uh, Damian Pierce A couple wide receivers for you to note Quinton Johnston, we saw him in the game against the Bears He was a first round pick And with Josh Palmer dealing with that knee injury And we already know that Mike Williams Is done for the year, I think Quinton Johnston Should be added, he's available a Waddle In 69% of leagues Nice. Rashid Shahid, he's a big deep threat We'll see him this week against the Bears For the Saints, he had three catches for 153 yards And a touchdown, is he number touchdown. Yeah. Is he
0: number 22? Yes, yes. Ex- Where did he come from?
5: Uh, I don't know where he went to college, but he's a very explosive and um, like deep threat. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's a boomer bust play, but in deeper leagues, he's somebody you might want to grab. And Demario Douglas, he stands to be probably the, the uh, lead wide receiver for the Patriots now that uh, Kendrick Bourne has hit injured reserve. If you need a quarterback... Why not take a chance on Will Levis? He's out there in 99% of leagues. He had a big four-touchdown debut for the Titans. He's somebody who I think you have to take the chance on in case it's real. And then finally, if you need some tight end help, Trey McBride had a big week, 10 catches for 95 yards and a touchdown. Although i warn folks that with the trade of Joshua Dobbs, I'm not sure how sustainable Trey McBride's going to be as a tight end play. But with bye weeks uh, around the corner for a lot of teams, he could be someone you might be able to plug in for a week or two. So there
3: you go. All right, good stuff. Mellor's waiver wire. It's helped me. You should uh, take his advice and the show, 7 a.m. on Sunday. Maybe, Waddle, you should take some advice, seeing
5: as how you and uh, Tyler uh, couldn't uh – couldn't finish off the job as I beat them last night. Well, Moved that's not seven a surprise. One. I mean, you're
3: you're that's the a cream of the right crop. There. That's a flex. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, what quarantine. time did you what time did you work till on uh, Sunday? We, we we called it a night at
5: around uh, 2:30 in the morning.
3: 2:30 thir- well Quitter. who who ends the show at the bottom of the hour? Quitter. Well, listen,
5: we started at 12:30. It's a 2-hour show. Quitter. I I, I, take, listen, it, take it to the top. I was I was more than willing to do so, but I didn't want to ask uh, Kendra Smith and Jake Cantu to stick around. Oh, look at you! You know you. what I mean? I'm, that's the man of the producers Exactly, exactly. Such we we guy. had covered all we could cover at that point. Such a great guy. <laughs> Thank you. You know what I did though? I did a lot of uh, pumping up of the Matt Iberflus show at two ten. Oh, I bet. You during the, I did during the wee hours of the night. Only twelve hours later. That's exactly what I said. I said coming up in about 12 hours from now, Matt Eberflus. (laughs) On with Waddle and Sylvie. Uh, I did not promote, though, that he
3: would be in a bad comrex. Okay, thank you. Thank you for doing that. Uh, Coming up next, we'll recap the day here at Al-Sol, and we'll ask Bleck and Abdallah what they thought about everything that happened. We'll crosstalk with them next.
1: Listen to us now, live on the ESPN Chicago app. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. Listen now on ESPN 1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie. ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports.
3: It's been a crazy day here at House Hall. on This trade deadline Tuesday. We'll be back here tomorrow. Where, uh, we'll uh, continue to... Get some interesting nuggets on everything that went down today. Ryan Poles did not meet the media, nor did he feel like coming downstairs and saying hello to us. Uh, Black and Otala ready to crosstalk with us right now. They're in the old National Bank studio. And the the deals today, guys, uh, one for two. It was the Montez sweat deal from uh, the commanders for the second round pick from the Bears. And Jalen Johnson, no deal. He is uh, back at Hallis Hall, and he'll be ready to go this weekend. What do you guys think?
2: Is Ryan Paul still there? Is he in the building? Did you guys scout out the office?
3: Did not see him. We're not allowed upstairs. Is his I... car still in the parking lot? He... I'm not sure if he's there or if he's doing Halloween stuff with the kids.
2: <laughs> you guys are the only two at Hallis Hall. Love yeah, me. the uh, only two, right. yes. No question. Well, hey, I think it's complicated, the, uh, the sweat deal, right? Like, he's a very good player. But you give up a second round draft pick and you don't have talent on the team, and you have to build the team with draft picks in the future. It's like it was idea. a very win now move, and now you have to give a big contract to Sweat, and whether or not he's gonna be happy here is a whole nother question. I, I it's it's complicated. He's a really good player. I'm happy he's a bear, but <laughs>
3: it's, it's, he's like it's, a lot. He's it's got like a- the it's, uh, I'm sorry, Abdallah. It's like the old Facebook status where you would put your relationship status complicated. with complicated. Ryan Poles. It, yeah. It's complicated. Well, it's he's, complicated. He's got
1: to outperform. Like, just looking at the top edge rushers in the draft, he's got to outperform some guys that are dominating. And I know they're going to be rookies when they come in, so you can't look at it like next year and be like, oh, man, is he better than Dallas Turner? Is he better than Jared Verse out of Florida State? Or I mean, he's got the experience— but at the same time, these guys coming out of college are all going to be like 22, 21. So you're going to have them for a while. You know, you're going to have them in your under very cheap control too. Well, in a the stud, second round, It needs to
2: be a stud. He needs to be a difference maker. And this team, like, what are we doing for the rest of the season? Like to me, this is a win now move, right? Like there, yeah. there is no hoping we tank out for a better draft position. You got to win games. But, but then we, we see the game on Sunday night, and they don't have the talent to win games. Well,
1: I've also been in the uh, the very, very small minority that I didn't think that they should be taking Marvin Harrison Jr. at the top of the draft. Like, they should take a quarterback, trade that pick back, and then take another wide receiver, and then get a, get a first-round edge rusher. Because everybody complains about oh you can't get to the quarterback can't get to the quarterback but we want Marvin Harrison Jr. and we want a quarterback and we want all you this stuff may. in the first
3: and you still could do that
1: you still could and I think I think the Bears would be wise to do that because what's better than one good pass rusher two good pass rushers exactly. right you can. and I understand that Marvin Harrison Jr. I mean, is awesome and he's generational <laughs> talent and all this kind of stuff but like
3: there's a lot more holes
1: on this team to fill than just wide receiver.
3: Right, uh, Stein uh, Steinoffels brings you crosstalk with Plek and Abdallah, right down the street at Vernon Hills, the new one in Harwood Heights. What do you think, Waddle? I'm trying not to think at this point. <laughs> I'm just trying to go home and have a couple of drinks. And, and, is that how you're going to trick or treat? Yeah. Pour yourself a drink. Yeah, adult, treats. Treat. adult treats. Yeah, like yeah.
1: someone on Twitch just said, someone take double A's bear card away for his MHJ take. And I cannot see MJH whenever I see MHJ. I always think someone's talking about Mac Yurk on Harris. Yeah, yeah, I whenever thought so I too. See, whenever I see the no? MHJ. No, it's Marvin Harrison Jr. I'm just saying.
2: I thought you were out on Thunderstruck or there's something.
1: A, <laughs> there's a lot more holes to fill on this team than wide receiver. Like the defense... Is awful. They're one of the worst defenses in the league. Especially if like if Jalen Johnson ends up walking, like you've got to fill so many holes on this team. But no, get that wide receiver. Abdallah, Abdallah can... yeah.
3: think, think about what Detroit did with Jamar Chase, right? Didn't they pass on Jamar Chase? I understand that. I get that. No, I'm. I'm. saying what you what you're saying. They like they elected soul. they they took Sewell yeah. for the offensive line. Yeah.
1: Like I, I just. I think there's too many holes on this team and that's a like okay in a year get that top end wide receiver you can get speedy and guys that can catch later on in the, in like the second round or you don't have a second round pick now but if you trade back with one of those picks you could like quarterback to me is going to be number one if that's where they pick and then after that like you've got to build this roster because like chris said if if Vante, if uh, Montez Sweat signs here for the uh, signs an extension that's you got to win now. If he doesn't sign an extension, we, yeah, then
0: then, well, oh. hell, 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 hell. Well, will it's kind of like like remember we remember when
1: oh, they yeah. remember when they traded for Khalil Mack and yes. it was the it, like now they you, immediately announced an extension.
2: Yeah, but, but now we had that news no, right
1: no, no. away. But I'm saying now you had a clock like there was a there was a clock trying set to win in a place, now. trying yeah. to win
2: a championship because you you made a huge trade. For Khalil Mack. Well, guys, let me let me ask you this. Uh, it feels like today, especially, that the GM and the head coach are not in sync anymore. Well, have you guys picked up on this? I, well, I think
3: that because the coach is bad.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, Sylvie, I'm, <laughs> I'm with you on that. And I think that that's where Poles is assembling talent that this team should be winning more games than they have to this point. And the coach is like, you know, packing uh, timeouts in his pockets, and he's, you know, like <laughs> he's doing like all kinds of weird stuff in He's got games. twelve for next week, Chris. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. And, and like he, he's like going to Chipotle, he's taking the extra napkins, putting them in the bag. Like, it's it's I, crazy.
1: Waddle doesn't need to worry about this, but Sylvie, Meller, check your kids' candies. I think there's some Matt Eberflus timeouts in there. <laughs> don't, <Or there's> some <laughs> second round don't picks. Don't available. break a tooth on a on a timeout or a second round pick later tonight. Oh, what's okay? this?
2: Broken tooth. Oh, we it's a third
0: timeout. I think what we learned today, guys, more than anything, is while this organization may be in a bit of flux, the general manager is very safe in his position. And if you thought he was going to be evaluated
2: at yeah, the end of the this year off as well, season, for sure.
3: Yes, I think that, uh, that that if that was a question, it's been answered. Yeah. We, we always used to joke, too, with you guys those days where they used to say, hey, why don't you bring your candy down to the police station and x-ray it for the razor <laughs> They have an x-ray, x-ray machine that. at the
1: police station.
2: Don't you yeah. remember that? Yeah. yeah.
1: And, and don't it. worry. Don't no take one's,
3: the taffy apples. No one's right? going to
1: accidentally give you an edible, they're too expensive. <laughs>
3: Oh, All right. Have a good show, fellas, all right? Have a good night, guys. Thank right. you. Uh, good stuff here at uh, Halos Hall. We'll be back here tomorrow thanks to Courtney Cronin and Michael Wilbon. Great work uh, by Kevin Zipak back at the shop and Tyler Aki, Jeff Meller here at Halos Hall. Thank you. Waddle, enjoy your drinks tonight. Thank you. You do the same. I'm not going to drink. but uh, Lazy. <laughs> Lazy. Underachiever. For Waddle, I'm Sylvie. It's ESPN 1000. Have yourself a great Tuesday night. Happy Halloween.